What is up, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kramer, and this is a podcast about health, health being a complete state of well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmaries. I hope everybody is off to a great start of the fall. You know, if you guys are in the Dallas area, Dallas-Fort Worth, we're starting to have a little bit of crisper weather in the morning. Man, it's great. It's awesome. Anyways, this week, I really, really wanted to take the time to to really dive into a construct with you about seasons of change, seasons of life, and seasons of health and seasons of disease. You see, there is this very fascinating philosophy Westerners have adapted, and it all surrounds really what's happened the last probably three years, four years. I could actually argue that it's been happening the last 40 or 50 years if we play the long game of psychological warfare. But um, truthfully, it came to a head causing a massive division over the last three to four years in regards to what health looks like, what does disease look like, and what do we do to preserve our bodies, and what do we do to navigate the health challenges that face us. And in this, what I have come to realize is that many of the Westerners have this belief. They have this inundated or ingrained idea that their body is only sick when they have a symptom. And when they have a symptom, the best way to treat it is to go to the doctor and the doctor is going to give them a prescription and we're going to take that prescription for X amount of days. And after we're done with that prescription, we should be, quote unquote, healthy, having not really changed anything in our life. Well, I want to challenge this today, and I want to challenge your philosophy in this, because there has to be some type of process that takes place in order for your body to to be susceptible for receiving the disease state. One of the most common questions I get asked in my practice is, why did this happen? Why now? Why is it that all of a sudden, you know, my spinal structure looks like this, my neurological state looks like this, and I have this symptomatic presentation when for X number of years, I've been totally fine. And I wish I had a better answer for you, but I don't. I I really don't. And any doctor who says or claims they do, they don't either. Now, we can do a hypothesis. We can try to break things down from, you know, what does your life history look like? What does your day-to-day life look like? You know, what have you gone through with diet, with exercise, with, you know, nutritional supplementation? What have you been exposed to environmentally? What is your social status? You know, all these little variables that come into play. But to say that we know exactly what caused it is really a big, big problem in our society because, it almost creates a godlike status, and that's a small g, for the health profession because we're looked to in a time of vulnerability. And in that time of vulnerability, you think that we have all these answers, and nine times out of ten, we don't. We can do some testing, we can do some hypothesis, and then we have to work through a situation. And where this all sprung from, where this came from, is one of these common statements that I hear so darn frequently. It drives me bananas. And it's this idea that once you see a chiropractor or once you go to a trainer, you have to always go back. 
This idea that you have to keep going back. This idea that once you go, you always go. And that's another philosophical error that we run into. Because we can play this from a different perspective. We can use this in a very different manner. We can use this in a way that can be ninjaed to your own life. You know, it's said that 50% of Americans take over 90% of every single drug manufactured in the entire world. <laughs> That's crazy. So let's talk about it. 50% of Americans are on some type of cholesterol medication, some type of blood pressure medication. And if you if you bisect that and take out the female sect of the population, I'm sorry if I offended anybody by using that term, but the female population in general, they consume almost 50 to 60% of every mental health drug manufactured on the market. So let's play the same game. Once you choose to take an SSRI, aren't you always on an SSRI? Once you choose to go on Xanax or you choose to go on Lexapro or you choose to go on Wellbutrin, aren't you always on it? Once you choose to get on a statin, do you ever come off? Once you choose to take a blood pressure you know, medication, do you ever come off of it? See, it's the same fallacy that you use. You just change the logic and say, well, once I go to this naturopath or this chiropractor or this massage therapist, that I have to always keep going. This westernized ideology is completely flawed because if you think about your life and you think about your health, your health is a continual process. It is not something that is magically lost overnight, and it's not something that is magically gained overnight. You can't just go in, do five sit-ups, and expect you to have a, you know, to have this six-pack, right? And I think I heard this really, really good analogy the other day that uh, that was coming on Father Mike's podcast, and it was something that was so profound. I was like, man, I got to say this in a podcast to my patients because it will make so much more sense. Let's say that for the last ninety days, or last, let's go to the last what nine months. The last nine months, I have been training for an Ironman. And then you come up beside me at this nine-month mark and say, I want to run an Ironman. Can you give me your training? No, it doesn't work like that, right? I can't just take all the miles that I've done in the bike and the pool and on my running capabilities, all the strength training, all the mental discipline, all the time I've spent meditating or reflecting on my mind to make it stronger, to be able to endure the pain and the suffering I'm about to subject myself to, over to you. It's not like you can download the hard drive of what it's like to sustain that, that pain and upload it into your body. Obviously, somebody had to do the work, and that work is not going to be transposed over to you. Well, our health is very much the same way. The way that you sustain health, the way you create health, is through the seasonalities of having great health, of having poor health, of having moderate health. It's through investing in these vehicles that will help your body use the resources throughout your life to create and sustain states of health or health that is perceived as that, right? And you may say to yourself, well, I can't do that. And I may say, yeah, probably right now, if you were to say, yeah, I see an Ironman, a guy who does that or a woman who does that. Yeah, me also, Dr. Kramer, I couldn't do that. I can't do an Ironman, but I could train for it. It may take me a year to make my body transform into what it would take to be an Ironman person, but it's not something that I can do overnight. And I think that's the message that I want to convey to you today is that 
in this Western philosophy of the seven day med or the, you know, the mental health drug, just take it. It'll solve all your problems or the, you know, the whatever, you know, go get your shots. It'll solve your problems, right? It'll give you immunity forever. And we're quickly learning that that's not the case. We're quickly learning that health is much more complex. It's much more dynamic than what has been sold to us from the mainstream media platforms. Health, in the truest sense, is something that you have to get very serious about in pursuing. It's something that you might have to sacrifice some things based upon a season of life in order to advance. It's something to where you might have to choose over a weekend not to go on that bender because you recognize and understand that the impact of going out and having, you know, a whole cheese pizza with, you know, 14 or whatever it is, a 12-pack of beer will probably have far bigger repercussions over the following weeks than it would be just to say no. You know, there are seasonalities in which, yeah, you feast, but there's also seasonalities in which you fast. It's this constant structure of discipline in conjunction with choices that lead to your presentation of health. Because the, my state of health is different than your state of health, is different than my wife's, is different than my employees, is different than every single one of my patients. Are there similarities that can create a pattern? Yes. But are there also similarities that really don't have an impact on your health? Absolutely. You could take the same person training for an Ironman and one of them could actually do better than the other. They could follow the same protocol. They could actually run the same miles. They could train the same time frames, And one of them will succeed and one of them will fail. What's unique about that is that we're human. So a cookie-cutter approach doesn't work for every single person. Your seasonality of your life, where you are right now today, is going to determine where you are 90 days from today. The choices you make now that you consistently pursue and that you consistently implement in a disciplined fashion are a future casting mindset. So where you are today is because of the choices you made 90 days ago. And where you are 90 days from now are because of the choices you make today. So when we think about health and we think about the pursuit of health, it radically changes when you start to put in perspective that how I live my life right now has a direct impact in how my life will be 90 days, 180 days, 270 days, 365 days from now. The choice that becomes really interesting is do you have enough discipline to actually follow through with something for 90 days, for 180 days, for 270 days, for 365 days, for two years, for three years, for four years? You know, it's really interesting because my challenge to you is that most of us do not have that discipline. Most of us see somebody with that discipline and we say, man, must be nice. And so I want to leave you with this. I'm a big guy, for those of you who don't know me. Last week, I had a patient come in my practice, and he looked at me, and he just said, Dr. Kramer, how do you maintain that body structure, the mass, the muscle? Like, how, do you, how are you so strong? <laughs> and I laughed at the guy, kind of not laughing at him, but laughed, like, out loud. Like, you know, it's a good question, kind of funny thing. So, well, I'm 30, what is it, 30, 20, 22, I'm 37 years old said, since the age of 13, I have been in a weight room. 
And since the age of 13, I can tell you on one hand, the number of times I have missed an entire week in the gym. Now, I may have three or four days off here and there, but an entire week, rarely. If you do the quick math on that, that's like 20, what is that? That's 9, 13 to 37. You're at like 24 years, right? I've been in the gym longer than I have not been in the gym in my life. The guy looked at me and he said, wow. I said, so what you see is me disciplining my habits and following through with a program that I have followed for 20 plus years of my life. Now, have I always been as fit as I am today? No. Have I been heavier than I am today? Yes. Have I been lighter than I am today? Yes. Each one of those seasons was a training cycle for a very specific purpose. When I was throwing discus and hammer, I had to be very strong and very big. When I was Olympic weightlifting, I had to be very strong and very big. But if I was competing in CrossFit, I had to lose a ton of weight to get down to be able to sustain the running and the conditioning in conjunction with the weightlifting. Right now, it's more of just a sustainability lifting, lifting for life. So you can see that in that story, there are seasonalities that I pursue based upon the demands my body needs. But the discipline has always been there to where I have not missed the obligation that I set for myself. For many of you, your health cycle is going to look different for where you are in your life. If you're having a newborn baby, you're going to be losing sleep. That's going to be hard to lose weight. Your stress is going to be high. Your tendency for anger is going to be there. Your tendency for fatigue is going to be there. If you're having your third, your fourth, your fifth kid, your life is going to be very, very different transpiring in those. If you're later on in life, in your 50s and 60s, how your life looks is different today than it did when you were in your 20s. Your ability to eat certain things is going to change. Your ability to binge eat certain things is going to change. And things will have a harder impact on your health to recover from simply because our body has been subjected to stress for longer periods of time. So with this, I want to leave you with the mindset that health, as you pursue it, is something that you have to take into consideration for, your, for where you are today, where you want to go in the next 90 days, and where you want to go from there. Sometimes in that season, chiropractic will make sense because it always helps the person find a balance in their neurological state. Do you always have to get checked on a weekly basis? Absolutely not. Are there seasons of life where you'll need it more frequently than others? Absolutely. Are there seasons of life where you can probably sustain an adjustment for months at a time? Absolutely. But based upon life experience in my last seven years of business, those seasons will always vary throughout the year. And sometimes you'll have a stretch where you go really great for 15 months, 16 months. And sometimes you'll have a stretch where you'll have three to five months of hell. That is uncontrollable for any person in the health sphere, period, end of story. But what is controllable is the choice to discipline your life to pursue those things that help you sustain health and when necessary to engage in those services so that you can continue on your path 
for your goals.